0: Back to Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Final segment of Old School. Aaron Davis will join us for one-on-one. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about his life, his journey, and uh, his love for all things Huskers. Uh, Rico. Right? I'm not doing I, your question. I gave you the question, you did. but you have your own question. I do so, have my own question, but you can ask your question again. So, college basketball championships, uh, teams with the most championships, of course, UCLA is number one with 11. North Carolina is third with six. Uh, here's some other names to consider. Villanova with three. Kansas with three. UConn with four, which shocked us because we just did not put them in that place that they have four National Championship. So, Blue Blood status reconsidered.
0: Give it to them. They get
1: it. Right? Reconsidered with four. Indiana with five. Duke with five. And then I asked who was number two. Who was between UCLA and North Carolina? The answer is Kentucky. Kentucky with eight. Eleven UCLA, eight Kentucky, six North Carolina, five Duke, five Indiana. We we kind of put those five in, in the, the, the Blue Blood category. Right. I don't think we made a decision on Kansas.
2: Kansas is. That's Kansas where basketball a blue started. Blood. That's a blue blood. Yeah.
1: So if Kansas is a three, that means, Villano- that means Villanova with three. And Villanova might be the favorite to get number four.
2: Yeah, the way they're playing. Right? Yeah, so they're playing, they're playing some good yeah. basketball.
0: All right, Rico, what's your question? My question has to do with the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to ask for the number one team with the most championships because I'm sure people would uh, automatically just go with UConn, and you would be correct. They have 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All Gino Ariema. Mm-hmm. um 11, Number lot. two. That's crazy. All with him, though. <laughs> all with him. 90, 95 was his first. 2016 was his last one. Uh, number yeah, two, swamp. I'll give it to you. Tennessee with eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? There are two teams tied for third. Who are those two teams? Stanford. Stanford mm-hmm. is one of them. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't know. 1990, 92, and
1: 2021. Old Dominion. No. no.
0: No. Old
2: Dominion won. Oh, uh Louisiana Tech? No. no. Baylor? Yes. Yeah. Baylor are has three. Are those all Mul-
1: is, uh, uh, are those all crazy Kim? 2005 2012. She all she all one. She, she was wild. Not, again, she is another one yeah, she falls in the category of people that I know who have lost their minds in the last like 8 years. i was like, Mul- what Kim. is go That was not Kim Kimoki.
2: I don't know man. I think I think how she left Baylor left some.
1: Oh, Sour Taste. Sour taste. Yeah.
0: Uh tied for fourth is Notre Dame with two and Louisiana Muffy. Tech with two.
1: Muffy. Well, but then you have to consider that there were national championships before, oh, and the, NCAA, before the NCAA. So yeah. Immaculata, Delta State, uh, those are teams that, that early in the in the process were and
0: then USC
1: also tied with two. You don't, can't forget the Tro- Lady Trojans, man. The, the women of Troy. You cannot forget them. I mean, yeah, remember okay. think about this. Both McGees, Cheryl Miller, Coop, USC was a problem.
2: Yeah, but you know who else is a problem? How mad are the Iowa Hawkeyes women team, women's team that they? Well, first of all, kudos to Creighton for beating them, mm-hmm. but they would have been had an in-state rivalry in the NCAA tournament against Iowa State that they don't get to play tonight.
1: Well, handle your business. Yeah. Tragic. Handle your business. only if we
2: had forty-four free throw attempts. <laughs> um, that is. Is that a thing? Like, do you
0: If you if both you both you both you coach basketball. If you, Do you go if, if, into a game like knowing what your team averages for free throws? Yes. And and thinking that is what you should get every game and if you don't yes. get it, you're upset.
1: Style of play. Shot selection. If if we're aggressive and we're getting shots in the paint and to the to the glass and to the front of the rim, I'm gonna shoot free throws.
2: Mostly. I'm gonna uh, shoot free you throws. Expect, but I mean there's some I would say refs usually ref the game like they would expect it, They like they play. Mm-hmm. If they're real kind of touchy, you know, they don't like to be touched, then again, you're going to have a high volume of uh, foul calls. And Most, then if you got guys that like to play it, you know, till you're almost bleeding, then they're going to let everything go.
1: Well, we were a trap team. So, officials, we would have that discussion before the game. Right. So, what's a foul, what's – you know, ball, hand to ball, hand to hand contact. Uh, what that was, uh, chest, chest bumping was allowed, but hip to hip was not. Yeah. Um. You yeah, go it through depends on right. It. So, yeah. but to have the discussion before the game, and they knew. When, first of all, the officials knew when they were officiating my games, they were gonna have to run because we was gonna get we yeah. we was gonna get after it. This all was right. like VCU. We gonna run and they appreciated it because they knew coming in how to call the game sure and the the words were usually a, an impeding advantage is what they would whistle right if it was an unfair advantage yeah. uh in impeding a player resistance was was expected friction was expected right but if you were impeding to gain advantage, then they were going to blow the whistle. Right. And so we used that as well offensively. Because if you tell me that you can't impede me from gaining advantage, I'm going to run out and get you in space where you have to bump me in front of an right. official. Right. So, yeah, I knew we, we were going to shoot yeah, some free
2: throws. And, you know, you know what refs call what. But as a coach, the way that Iowa plays, they're not a team that's a take-it-to-the-rack, hard, Wanted to be filled. They want to kind of like flop their way to the free throw line, Mm -hmm. and if you got refs that are prepared for it, and I'm sure Creighton's coach warned them, and probably sometimes you can send in tapes, you know, or like video clips or cut ups of it. They're they're going in. If you're known for that, you got to think you're just that. Just because you're known for it doesn't mean you're going to get it. There's people that are going to be watching it. Actually, Arizona, the game last night, they ran a cool. It was pretty cool. I call it reverse pin down. So they picked down, and then they turned around and picked back up and got a three. Well, the guy that would try – he tried to go around the pick and not trail him. The guy at top was setting the pick. He kind of slid through, but he flopped, and the ref missed the – you know how you can you get called on for offensive yeah. flop. So it's interesting to see, you know, in the sense of Iowa that, you know, even in the men's game, people are flopping.
1: And we're in big moments now. So officials so are under yeah. greater scrutiny – the, um the the conversations about what's being called
2: twenty five from yeah. Arizona had a huge bonehead uh foul in the sense of they he was getting back on defense. The guy from Houston didn't even have the ball, mm-hmm. was running the court. He tried to pick up a charge against a guy without a ball. Yeah. That's yeah. his third foul. Yeah. He just had hit a three. He had just caused a turnover, and they were trying to get the momentum. Now he's out of the game and in the fir- late in the first half with three fouls. <sighs> Because he's trying to – he picked up a foul that – Tried to get a cheapie. But nobody – why would, he didn't have – the guy didn't even have the ball. The ball was on, like, the other side of the court.
1: Yeah, the impact of the game, impacting the play and an impact on the game. Right. Those are things that also play into right. it. A lot of officials have to make those decisions. That, is this call going to impact the outcome of the game? then I have to honor the rule mm-hmm. and then not be human and get caught up. All right, uh, Jay Foreman, thank you. Have a great weekend, brother. Uh, if you decide to come down to Tanner's Night, uh, you'd be greatly appreciated. Go all way until Saturday morning. Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> uh, the Fastest Hour of Radio, brought to you by Aloe. Coming up, Aaron Davis on one-on-one. Let's do it.
0: choose wisely choose Wendy's two for six for a limited time price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only single item at regular price